I'm Taylor Scalia, and this is Girl, It Is Time to Thrive. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. I kept going back and forth with what on earth I wanted to talk about today, and then this past week, I went through something. I really, really struggled, and I believe that it's something others struggle with, and I knew that that was what I need to talk about. It's a topic that I've talked about before and I've actually taught on it before and even though I've come so far in this area, I still struggled this past week. I think that's super important to share because not enough people talk about the present struggle. You always hear about the past tense. You always hear about how I went through something, now I'm great. Well, sometimes that's not the freaking reality. Sometimes you go through something and you're great and you've learned and you've healed, but guess what? Life happens and another curveball's thrown your way and you might struggle. What shows the real growth is that in that struggle, it's momentarily. You don't let it consume you. It doesn't take over your whole week or month. It doesn't bring you back down completely. You still stand up, you recognize that struggle, and you carry on, and that's growth. And I want to say that I'm going to be raw and vulnerable. And you might think, wow, why would I learn from her? She's still struggling with this shit. Well, because there's growth. Because I know I'm struggling. Because I have more good moments than bad moments. And I'm willing to share it. Because this is not a highlight reel. And I want you to know that you can create positive changes too. And there's so much power in that. So the topic today is healing your relationship with money. I want to share this because it's an area that used to consume me and most people don't even know what money relationship is. They don't even know if they have a toxic relationship with it or if it's something that holds them back in life. I had no idea what money relationship was. I heard the term and I started researching it and once I did I started making changes because once I became aware of what positive money relationships look like, I wanted to put that into my own life and make those changes. And even though I still struggle momentarily, I know that this is something that can help you and I want to do this for you. I want to go open and raw and vulnerable and talk about my life with the hope that you make positive changes for your own. Most people on social media only show the highlight reels and I don't want to do that. So let me be very clear. I am starting a business. I'm barely making money like most business owners start out. I waitress at a seasonal restaurant where I make great money for a very short period of time and I'm choosing to waitress. And some days, that's a really hard struggle. Some days, I wonder why the heck I quote unquote don't get a real job. And the reason is I owe it to my business to give it a standing chance. Yes, there's an inner battle I have quite often and it's not always easy. But I know that my business brings me joy. I know that I can help someone. I know that my mission and my vision is to help other people. And that is worth being a little low on income for this season in my life. So if you want to start a side hustle or a small business, you owe it to yourself. And in your only chance on earth, you should find joy and happiness with what you do. I'm not saying quit your job today, but I'm saying figure out what brings you joy and go after it. So this past week, I felt a lot of doubt and insecurity because I'm barely making $300 a week. Yep, I'm going all in. That's the raw truth. That is my reality. 
I budget, I save, I have savings, especially for this time frame, because this happens every year at the seasonal job. No matter what I've saved, I am terrified. I'm so afraid of losing it all. I'm afraid of the money that doesn't come in makes me a loser, that it makes me not successful. It's a horrible inner battle. And when harsh words like that are said internally, it then causes anxiety, it causes panic, and it causes fear. So I decided I'm going to get a third job. And long story short, I got hired at a place I didn't want to work. I didn't even actually apply to that place. Very complicated story. And within the first 24 hours, it was very clear that the reputation that this restaurant has is true. It was toxic. um, And my mental health was going to suffer. So the logical side of me said, screw it. It's a paycheck tailor do it. And then this other side of me was saying, this is not worth your mental health. There's other restaurants, there's other jobs, there's other ways to bring in income. But this battle, it lasted for a little less than 24 hours. And I mean, it was real. And all I'm going to say about this restaurant, so you don't think that I'm just being lazy, is between 9.45 p.m. and 10.15 p.m. on a Saturday night, the manager sent me 36 text messages and you can make your own assumptions after that. So Sunday morning comes and I'm clearly anxious. This man just like blew up my phone. Nothing in me feels good about this. The anxiety that I had, I hadn't had, and I want to say months, like maybe even almost a year. I mean, this anxiety was deep. I thought I was going to puke all day. My hands were shaking. My legs were shaking. I tried to stay distracted and it just wasn't happening. My mental health over the last 18 months has been incredible. I've let go of very toxic relationships. I have made very specific choices that work for me and my anxiety and my depression. But logic was still saying money, 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 make more money. But my mental health was saying, let's just continue cooking and let's just carry on with this day. And you got to choose yourself. And I normally would not choose myself. Uh, 18 months ago, I would not have chosen myself. I would have chosen the job. And on Sunday afternoon, when I recognized what was going on, I recognized why I was so anxious. I chose myself. I decided I was not going to work at this place. And within minutes, that feeling of puking went away. The shaking went away. The anxiety completely left my body. And oh, it's so incredible how your body and your brain are so in line. And I instantly felt better. I felt like me again. And as I was beginning to feel good again, I realized that what I went through all day wasn't just an inner battle, but it was my relationship with money was being tested. And it almost made me ruin my progress with my mental health. I thought I had healed that money relationship, and yet I was struggling. And I knew that this was the topic. I had to talk about this today because, especially around the holiday season, money is literally in your face. You need to spend money. You need to make money. You need to give the best gifts. Make the best dinner. Have your friends over. Bring something if you're invited somewhere. I mean... It's basically just a spend money for two months, 
kind of season. And it sucks. And I hate that that's what the holidays have become about. But it's a reality. It's a reality that we live. So this topic seems more important than ever. So if you're focused, well, let me rephrase. If you're not focused, please take a second and come back because you might want to grab a pen and paper because I'm going to actually go through a few questions about your money relationship for you to self-reflect. So to start, what is money relationship? It is how we look at money. It's how we value it. It's how we connect to it. Money is the only relationship we do not define because it's used in our everyday situation. No matter where in the world you are, no matter your political views, the color of your skin, your ethnicity, no matter what, money is crucial to your survival. You need it to eat. You need it to keep a roof over your head, to clothe yourself. You need money to make money. I mean, you get it. We really need it. But like all relationships, if that becomes toxic, it's going to have a ripple effect through your everyday life. So if you have a toxic relationship with money, it's going to affect other relationships in your life. It's going to affect your mood. It's going to affect the way you make choices, your anxiety, your depression, and other things as well. So how do you know if it's toxic? Well, my favorite example is this. If your best friend was dating a guy or a girl and she constantly needs to be around them, he constantly controls her, she starts making choices based solely on him, and he has complete power over her. He's causing anxiety and mood swings. You would tell your best friend that this relationship is extremely toxic. You would be sad for her. You'd be heartbroken for her. And you would not allow a man to have that much impact on her. Now, do you feel that way about money? Do you feel like money affects your mood? That you're constantly thinking about it. Do you make decisions against your morals and your standards solely based on money? Does it control your life? Do you feel powerless because of it? Do you believe that having money is the only way to be successful? Do you call yourself a loser or feel pathetic when you're not hitting finance goals or by the number of your bank account? Then I want to stop and say I get it because money was extremely toxic to me. And of course, money is important. Like I said, we need it to live. However, your worth is not defined by money. And let me say that again. Your worth is not defined by the number in your bank account or your savings account, or your income. You are worthy because you are a human being. You are a son or daughter of God. You're worthy to live life knowing that you are special and loved because you are somebody's someone. Now, how do we heal our views of money? Well, it's not an overnight thing. There is no quick fix. I'm sorry to break it to you. Our views of money were formed in our early adolescence without us knowing. We watched the adults in our life and we observed the way they felt about money. So if your parents fought over money or worked multiple jobs or struggled with anxiety or depression because of money, we internalized that at a young age. We saw that and we defined the idea of money. So every time that we observed something from the adults in our life and how they felt about money, we, we made a decision at that point in time in our life what money means. So in order to heal the money relationship, you have to change that idea of money. And the hard part is that idea has been there for 10, 15, maybe even 25 years. It depends really on how old you are, but that idea is really deeply rooted inside of you. 
So it's going to take consistency. It's going to take self-exploration. You have to look within to make those changes. You must know where you stand with money now so you can make changes for your future. How you feel about money, what you believe about money, what you've observed in those early years needs to be reflected on. So a few questions that I'm going to ask you, and I want you to really take the time. I want you to take the time to uh, go over these questions. I actually made a PDF that has all seven questions. I'm only going to ask you a couple of them on this podcast, but download that PDF. Take the time to go through every question and see where you stand with money and see the areas you need to make changes. So the first question is what does money mean to you? I know it's a super big question. It's open-ended. So many things that you can put about this. So what I'm really asking you to ask yourself is what does money mean to you? When you say that, what emotions flood through your body? Do you feel fear? Do you have the idea that more money equals freedom? Does the meaning of money make you feel unworthy or ashamed? What about stress or anxiety? These questions are just subcategories to the big question. And that is, what does money mean to you? You have to answer that question. It's step one. You need to really, really look inside. Just dive into that question. It, it might take an hour. It might take a week. It might take two weeks. Ask yourself that question and then write it down. Put it on paper so you can see it and you can change your answer throughout your life. And the goal is to change your answer. What I what I thought about money two years ago and what I think about money today are completely different. The next big question that you need to ask yourself is what beliefs did you inherit about money from your childhood? Now, this is not a time to point fingers at your parents. However, we did learn from them by observing them at a young age. Even though you may not have realized money was the topic, you subconsciously learned. So I'm going to use a personal example. Growing up, my dad never used credit or debit cards. He always had cash and he spent it on very fancy dinners. He would go out multiple times a week. I thought that was really good. I grew up and I listened to him talk about how broke he was, how the bank wouldn't allow him to have an account with them because of something he quote unquote didn't do. I grew up not fully trusting banks. I used cash a lot. I would go out to eat a lot and I still struggle with that. But I mean, I would go out to eat a lot because I thought that was normal. And what I know now is my dad actually filed for bankruptcy. He didn't pay his taxes. He used cash so the government wouldn't take the money he owed them. He went to fancy dinners to make himself feel good and look good. And I had to break those beliefs that I inherited from him. I had to start completely fresh in my 20s. So what beliefs did you learn from your parents or the adults in your life? And are you able to step back and see that it may not have been healthy money practices? Are you able to learn from their good or bad money practices? Write down what you inherited, good or bad, write it down. If it was good, what habits do you want to mirror? And if it was unhealthy, how do you plan to take their negatives and turn it into a positive in your life? The last question I want to ask today is, Do you attach monetary value to your self-worth? Okay, this is deep. I mean, this question, I think I cried on and off about this question for weeks. I mean, I really, really put monetary value into my self-worth and I still struggle. I mean, that is why I took that job on over the weekend. That is why I went after a job that I didn't want. I was doubting my self-worth. 
I was considering myself a loser and pathetic. I wasn't bringing in enough income into my family and into the partnership I have with my boyfriend. And I felt like crap, but I have way more worth than money. I am smart. I am funny sometimes. I'm witty. I'm a great cook. I buy the groceries. I show up. I listen. And I love wholeheartedly. I have great values. I care about others. I volunteer. And I mean, I would practically work for free if I could for the rest of my life just to help someone. So my worth should be in that and not the money. But some days you struggle. So I encourage you to ask yourself this question. Do you believe your self-worth depends on your bank account? The days or the weeks that you have a little extra money, are you feeling good? Are you confident? And do you struggle when you don't? Like I said, this healing process is not overnight. And this is still an issue for me. But compared to three years ago, two years ago, 18 months ago, I've come so far. I know that my self-worth is not defined by that number in my bank account. The days when I'm working in the seasonal restaurant and I'm making bank, yeah, I feel good. It's a great feeling, but I save most of it. I consider it, I put it in investment accounts. I'm not out spending like I'm a big spender. Now, I have money in my savings account because I did not put my worth in that dollar amount in the summer when I was making more money. And that's how you heal your relationship with money. And I hope that you continue to ask yourself these questions. And I hope that you download the PDF in the show notes because it's completely free. And it's really going to help you break the toxic views you have with money. And I really believe that it's important. I believe that this topic is important. And I could talk about this all the time because it changed my mental health. It really did. Like I go to therapy and I have a therapist who we talk about trauma that's happened in my life, but we talk about money a lot because it consumed me for so long. And now that I've done so much research and I've taken the time to heal, I truly believe that this is a topic that should be taught to our children. This is a topic that should be comfortable being discussed in our homes. And I hope that you will heal, you will take the time to heal, and that you will bring up the next generation with positive money views. So please know that even when you do get to a feeling of like you've, you're on the other side, if you have moments like I did this past weekend, you are human. If you have moments of fear and anxiety, listen to your body. Do not make the choices just for money. Be smart financially. Live within your means. Don't rack up credit card debt. Work a side hustle. Find what makes you happy. Do not put yourself in a position to compromise your mental health for a paycheck. There are so many jobs out there. More people are hiring now than ever before. So find a different job. Find something that brings you happiness. It doesn't have to be your dream job. You still need a paycheck. You still need to pay your bills. But you don't have to settle for crap. You don't have to settle for something that doesn't make you feel somewhat decent. There are ways to get education and better jobs on financial aid. There are ways to apply for scholarships to get education. I mean, that's a whole nother topic that we can talk about. But know that there is better out there make better for yourself. Don't settle. You are worthy and you do not have to settle for something that makes you anxious and depressed. So if you love this episode, if you feel like you learned something new, if there was value in today, please leave a review. It's so important for other people to find my podcast with the more reviews I have. Please subscribe and download the episode and I look forward to talking to you next week. I hope that this episode helps you. I hope that 
me sharing a little piece of my life with you will bring you encouragement, will bring you peace of mind, and will bring you um, the desire to heal something in your life. And as always, be kind to someone, eat some good food, and pat yourself on the back because it is your time to thrive, and that happens within. <laughs>